1: A good Tuesday morning. We're following a lot of breaking
2: news overnight. We are indeed a passenger plane engulfed in flames and the desperate search for earthquake survivors. It is January the 2nd. This is Today. Terrifying images. A Japan Airlines flight ignites into a massive fireball on a Tokyo runway after colliding with another plane. Remarkably, everyone on board able to safely evacuate. This as the death toll rises across Japan after that powerful New Year's Day earthquake. The search intensifying for people buried beneath the rubble. Bob, the very latest on both of those developing stories. Heading home, millions of Americans returning from the holidays after one of the busiest travel weeks ever. The lingering problems facing passengers at the airports and on the roads. Al is tracking a major winter storm that is set to sweep across the country. His full forecast just ahead. Crunch time. The Iowa caucus is now less than two weeks away. The worsening crisis at the border taking center stage for candidates and voters. Where things stand with the first test of the 2024 presidential race right around the corner. New beginnings. Gypsy Rose Blanchard speaking out for the first time since her release from prison. I'm finally free. What she's now saying about her closely watched case and what's next. All that plus. That's Rich, a jackpot-winning Powerball ticket sold overnight. We'll tell you where someone is starting off the new year with nearly 900 million reasons to celebrate. And fantastic finishes. Both college football semifinals decided on the very last play. Washington and Michigan now set for a national championship clash today, Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024.
3: From
4: NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb, live from Studio 1A in
1: Rockefeller Plaza.
2: Good morning, good to see you. Welcome to Today. It's a Tuesday morning, the first Tuesday in 2024. Yeah, haven't
1: seen you since last year. I
2: know, it's nice to see you since Savannah's enjoying an extra day off. Boy, if you love college football. Oh. And the Rose Bowl was a big one. Michigan beat Alabama. It was an overtime Thriller. Al and I were actually in Pasadena, yeah. in
1: Michigan, well represented. And then Washington survived that uh, Texas comeback to win the Sugar Bowl. So that means... The stage is now set for the national championship game yet. Next week, mm-hmm. you'll have Michigan facing off against Washington. Be interesting. It should be. It a good should, one. should be a great game. All
2: right, let's get to it. Meantime, it's back to work, you guys. Millions of people getting back to it. The first of 2024 and a major winter storm set to hit later this week. Al's tracking it. We're going to update you on that last leg of holiday travel in just a little bit.
1: But we are going to start this morning in Japan. And a series of stories breaking this morning Take a look at this. The scene at one of the main airports in Tokyo where a passenger plane collided with a Coast Guard aircraft. Nearly 400 passengers and crew were able to evacuate. The details on that still coming in this morning.
2: Yeah, this all comes after yesterday's deadly earthquake on the west coast of that country. 48 people now confirmed killed. Japan's prime minister saying it's a race against time to save survivors still believed to be trapped under the rubble. NBC's Megan Fitzgerald joins us now with the very latest on both of these breaking stories. Hey, Megan, good morning.
5: Oh, good morning. Though the people on the passenger plane were able to escape just moments ago, Japan's transport minister confirming that five people on board that Coast Guard flight have died. The only person to survive is that pilot as the devastation in Japan continues. This morning, an emergency on the runway in Tokyo, this aircraft bursting into flames at Haneda Airport. The plane collided with another plane operated by the Japanese Coast Guard, according to the Coast Guard spokesperson. All of the nearly 400 people on the passenger plane are safe. The Coast Guard saying they're looking into the reports. It seems unrelated to the series of earthquakes that have rocked Japan as first responders desperately look for survivors. The death toll on Japan's western coast already rising. More than 45 dead after a series of earthquakes, including a magnitude 7.6 that struck Monday afternoon. The quake, the largest the region has seen in decades. Violently shaking train platforms and houses, sparking a massive fire that burned for hours. People in malls and shops scrambling for safety. But as the sun rises across the region, a look at the scope of the devastation and loss. This woman surveying the damage of her home, debris everywhere and walls caved in. She says, I don't think we can live here anymore. She joins dozens of others now left without a place to live. Near the epicenter, smoke and ember still filled the air. Officials say this region was among the hardest hit. Homes and buildings flattened, private roads and streets buckled cutting off access to people trapped on the other side. And we are now learning that that Coast Guard plane was in fact set to deliver aid to the areas affected by the earthquake. Uh, That's according to the transport minister, as Japan is using boats and aircrafts as a way of getting supplies to those in need. Yeah, a lot for that country to handle. All right, Megan Fitzgerald for us. Megan, thank
1: you. Well, breaking news. There are also following some overnight developments from the Middle East as well. Israel's military launching new strikes in Gaza while also announcing it will soon start withdrawing thousands of troops in the coming days. NBC's Matt Bradley is in Tel Aviv for us with the very latest. Matt, good morning to you.
4: Hey, good morning, guys. Well, there was no break in the fighting over the holidays, and now it looks like this conflict may be expanding, potentially dragging the U.S. into a direct confrontation with Iran. This morning, the war in the Middle East spilling beyond Israel's borders. Tensions between the U.S. and Iran escalating on the high seas. Iran had supported Yemeni rebels attacking ships in the Red Sea, but is now deploying a warship there for the first time since the latest conflict began. Iran's al bors warship entering the Red Sea this weekend, according to the semi-official Tasneem news agency. It comes as the U.S. Navy is confronting those Iran-backed militants, the Yemen-based Houthis. American helicopters repelling an attack, killing 10 Houthi fighters, and sinking three of their ships. Raising the stakes in a region already reeling from war. And now Israel's Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, has just taken a direct hit. The country's Supreme Court shot down his signature legislation, a law designed to limit the court's own power. Months before the war, Netanyahu's judicial overhaul bill had divided Israel and inspired weeks of often violent protests. And a significant announcement from Israel, pulling back thousands of troops from Gaza, the biggest withdrawal since the war began after Hamas's terror attacks inside Israel on October 7th, which killed 1,200 people and captured more than 200 hostages. But Israel still vowing to fight on through the year. In Gaza, the civilian population continues to suffer, including children like Ahmed Abu Dhaka, who only months ago was speaking to the United Nations, asking them to help the Palestinian people. Once again, he's appealing to the world for help, but this time from a hospital bed in Gaza. I am just like half a million boys and girls are you
6: know, are having pain and tasting all the meaning of
5: fear here in Gaza.
4: A new year for this new generation who will spend their youths pummeled by war. Israel's war in the Gaza Strip has already killed nearly 22,000 Palestinians, according to the Hamas-run Gazan Ministry of Health. But now Israeli authorities say they're considering allowing Israelis who lived near the Gaza Strip to finally return home
1: after nearly three months of fighting. Craig? Matt Bradley for us there in Tel Aviv. Matt, thank you.
2: Let's turn now to the presidential race. It's full speed ahead. The Iowa caucuses just 13 days away. The Republican field looking to cut into Donald Trump's sizable lead as the migrant crisis becomes one of the defining issues of this race. We've got two reports. We're going to start with NBC's Garrett Hake. Hey, Garrett, good morning.
7: Hey, Hoda, good morning. It's hard to believe that two weeks from right now, we should know who won that all-important first contest in Iowa. The Republican field has been barnstorming the state over the holidays, but some of the most critical action in the GOP primary is set to take place hundreds of miles away in court. With less than two weeks to go until the Iowa caucuses, former President Donald Trump and his legal troubles still dominating the political world. Thank you very much. The Trump campaign expected to file an appeal as early as this week to a decision by Maine's top election official that he is disqualified from the presidency under the 14th Amendment because of his role in the January 6th attack. That decision in Maine, similar to one earlier last month, barring Mr. Trump from the ballot in Colorado. Critics of the rulings have pounced, calling them partisan attacks on the former president. They're trying to take the election away from the voters. And while both rulings are unprecedented, former President Trump's name will remain on the ballot in both states while the appeals process plays out. It's one of the many legal challenges looming over the Trump campaign, with the potential for up to five Trump trials during the busy campaign year. These are Biden indictments against their... This is just against a political opponent. Over the weekend, special counsel Jack Smith urging an appeals court to reject the former president's efforts to dismiss the federal election interference case on presidential immunity grounds. All of it comes as the remaining Republican candidates take aim at the frontrunner in the Hawkeye state.
0: We can't be a country in disarray and have a world on fire and go through four more years of chaos. Florida
7: Governor Ron DeSantis, who has bet his campaign on a strong Iowa performance. Donald
4: Trump is running on his issues. Nikki Haley is running on her donors'
7: issues. I'm the only one running on your issues. Meanwhile, President Biden on vacation in St. Croix with his eyes already on the general election. As for Mr. Trump, his political and legal calendars are now starting to collide in a complicated way. He has the closing arguments of his civil fraud trial in New York just days before the Iowa caucus. His trial here in D.C. on 2020 election related charges is currently scheduled to start just before Super Tuesday, when more than a dozen states hold their primaries. It is a difficult balancing act of voters, juries and judges who will likely define this election year.
2: All right. Indeed. Uh, Garrett Hake there in D.C. Garrett, thank you.
1: Now to that issue that's become front and center on the campaign trail, the border crisis. The Department of Homeland Security now says December's influx of migrant crossings shattered all previous records. And now mayors in many sanctuary cities are saying that the surge is pushing them to the breaking point. NBC's Maggie Vespa is at one of the 27 migrant shelters in Chicago. Maggie, good morning to you. Let's start with two questions here. First of all, what's behind these record crossings and how are officials in cities like Chicago and here in New York, how are these these cities dealing with it?
6: Yeah, Craig, good morning. We talked about it, 27 shelters here at Chicago and counting. So obviously opening these shelters is just one way. As far as what's driving it, essentially officials say there's been a huge surge specifically in migrants coming in from Venezuela. December's total actually doubled that from the month prior. Overall, that record-setting total that you talked about making huge headlines, more than 300,000 migrants crossing into the U.S. last year, or last month, I should say, in December alone. Again, that is an all-time high. And as we've been reporting, the impact continues to hit cities far north of the border, like here in Chicago and New York, which has seen close to 50,000 migrants entering that city since August of 2022. And now we're seeing city officials trying to enact new rules to try and deal with this. In fact, overnight we saw migrants arriving by plane in New Jersey, or excuse me, by bus in New Jersey, seemingly to try and circumvent new rules the city has enacted to restrict bus access, uh, bus access into the city, requiring they give close to 32 hours notice. We're also seeing similar regulations here in Chicago. And in fact, over the weekend we saw a plane load of migrants being dropped off about an hour west of the city. We're told a lot of people on board had no coats. Some of them were wearing flip flops. And Craig, all of them had nowhere specific to
1: go. So and and Maggie, all of this, of course, coming as as Texas and the Biden administration are battling over a new law there that allows local authorities to arrest migrants. What's the latest on that?
6: Right. So that law is set to go into effect on March 5th. And the DOJ, though, has actually given the state of Texas until just tomorrow to decide whether or not they will, in fact, enforce that law. If they make that decision, the DOJ has said they will sue. And in response, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has said he will take this fight all the way to the Supreme Court.
1: Right. All right. Maggie Vesper there in Chicago on the migrant crisis. Maggie, thank you. Meantime,
2: much of the country is settling back into routines after the long holiday season, one of the busiest for travel ever. We're going to get to Al's forecast in just a minute. But first, NBC's Emily Akeda joins us with a closer look at that rush to get back
8: home. Hey, Emily, good morning. Hey there, Huda. You can see some of the activity building behind me. 2022 was the bounce back year for travel, and 2023 ended up taking that number to new heights. More than 115 million Americans from the roadways to the runways crisscrossed the country for the holidays, according to AAA, and a major stress test for U.S. airlines. This morning, travelers are heading back home and back to work after a massive holiday rush, crowded planes, trains, and roadways. TSA screened more than 2.6 million passengers on 7 out of 10 days around Christmas. Lines weaving through airports over the long weekends in places like Orlando, Chicago, and Atlanta. Still, 2023 marked the lowest flight cancellation rate in five years, according to the FAA. Welcomed improvement from last Christmas, when winter storms set off a cascade of problems that stranded travelers. Are you relieved you haven't been delayed?
0: I'm relieved, believe me. Especially with three kids.
8: And while for many flying has been smooth sailing, there have been heightened security concerns over the holiday from the war in the Middle East. And early on New Year's Day, a scary scene in Rochester, New York, a fiery crash killing two and injuring others after two SUVs collided and hit a group of pedestrians near a concert venue. Authorities finding gas canisters in one of the cars, the FBI now part of the investigation. Elsewhere in New York, traffic backed up yesterday around JFK and LaGuardia, airports by pro-Palestinian protests on one of the busiest air travel days of the year. And major server issues caused Amtrak disruptions in the Northeast over the weekend. My train has been delayed and uh, I don't know how I'm going to get there. In Florida, Ryan Lucas's family is relieved their travel nightmare is over after a 16-year-old son, flying alone for the first time, accidentally boarded the wrong flight. He says Frontier Airlines never scanned Logan's ticket and he landed in Puerto Rico instead of Cleveland as a result.
9: I could feel the fear in the text message. Like I could feel how scared he was my heart pretty much sank at that point.
8: Frontier apologized to the family and got Logan to Cleveland the next day. While New Year's capped off a record stretch of air travel, analysts say 2024 will be even busier. So in terms of what to watch for on the travel front this year, a major airline industry firm says air traffic control staffing challenges continue to increase the number of flight disruptions. And in speaking with the travel expert Scott Kies of going, he says the number of flight cancellations in 2023 was so low, it will be hard to repeat that success and we will likely see a natural correction and slight uptick in flight disruptions in 2024. Hoda.
2: Hopefully hopefully we'll get lucky and have something like 2023 one more time.
1: All right, Emily, uh, thank you so much. All right, 717. That means it is time for our first check of the weather for the first check of the weather for Mr. Roker in 2024.
9: Happy New Year to you guys. I brought it in with Hoda, the the Rose Parade, and Happy New Year to all of you. So let's get started. Right now we're talking about a soggy south today. Widespread rain over the Lone Star State. It's a low, severe weather threat, so that's good. This is just going to be a Soaking rain, clusters of rain zipping across the southeast. Some places may see rainfall up to an inch per hour that rain will linger on into Thursday morning in the Carolinas and then clear out by the afternoon. Now, here's what we're watching. We've got this weekend system Saturday into Sunday. The American model brings heavy rain down through the southeast and then brings in cold air and a decent amount of snow from New England all the way to the Great Lakes. And guess what? All of a sudden, the European model is agreeing with it as well. It's a slower start, a bit more of snow to the south. The heavy snow, though, across the northeast, Saturday into Sunday. Now, again, this is still early, but we want to give you some planning. If there's any good news, this is going to be a weekend storm. So if there are any impacts, they'll be cleared out in time for the Monday morning rush. And that's your latest weather, guys. I so thank enjoyed you. you two yesterday at the Rose Parade. Well, thank, thank you. you. Great it, time. Was fun. it was nice being back.
2: Yeah, we had a good time. Good old time. All right. And it's fun to have Al back, by the way. We didn't get the last one, but we that's got this right. one. All right, here we go. Still ahead, guys. Gypsy Rose Blanchard opening up about her future for the first time since her release from prison. Laura Jarrett's going to have that
10: story for us coming up. Hey, Hoda. She is out of prison and she's speaking out now for the first time in her own words after for so long people speaking for her. We'll tell you what she's been saying on TikTok.
1: Also ahead, the New Year's arrival putting Steamboat Willie and other iconic characters up for grabs for anyone to use, why that matters to you, and what some people are already doing with them. But first, this is Today on NBC. Yes, it is.
0: Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With OneTravel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Lights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online via app or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit OneTravel.com/slash music or call 855 437 2154 Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel.
11: When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. There you go, 7.30. All right, meantime, Savannah's off. Good to Good have
1: morning.
2: Chanel here at Good the morning. table. Good to see you. I haven't seen you since last uh-huh. year. You know what? This is only the seventh time, but
0: it, it's okay. <laughs> it's a funny joke,
1: though. Yeah. First up this half hour... Uh, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, the child abuse victim who was convicted of killing her mother was released from prison just last week. She's now opening up about what's next. NBC senior legal
2: correspondent, Laura Jarrett is here with the latest. Hey,
10: Laura. Good, good morning. morning. Hey, good morning, guys. This story is still so harrowing. Even years later, the thought of a mother treating her daughter as sick when she was perfectly healthy. So hard to imagine it was turned into a documentary, even a TV series. But now Gypsy Rose is using her platform to tell her side of the story. Hey, everyone. This is Gypsy. I'm finally free. After eight years behind bars for her mother's murder, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, now a free woman. Hey, everyone. Happy New Year's Eve. And right back in the spotlight, speaking out for the first time on her newly created social media accounts. I just want to send a quick video to thank everyone for the massive amount of support that I've been getting on social media. Um, Everyone has been really, really nice. That massive support, earning her six million followers on TikTok and close to another six million on Instagram in less than a week, posting her first selfie since out of prison. Photos of her wedding ring, kissing her husband, Ryan Anderson, who she married while in prison, and promoting her upcoming Lifetime series an ebook. It's more of my reflection of everything that I've learned um, and experienced in the last eight and a half years. Gypsy Rose, perhaps the most famous victim of what's known as Munchausen by proxy. Authorities say her mom, Dee Dee Blanchard, falsely claimed that Gypsy Rose suffered from leukemia, asthma, and muscular dystrophy, confining her to a wheelchair and subjecting her to multiple unnecessary surgeries over a span of nearly two decades.
3: Things are not always as they appear. But
10: things took a turn in 2015 when prosecutors say Gypsy Rose and her then-boyfriend, Nicholas Godijohn, hatched a plot to kill her mother. The two were arrested and charged with murder, Gypsy Rose taking a plea deal, while Godejohn went to trial and received life in prison. Now, as Gypsy Rose celebrates her freedom, she's revealing her side. Wow.
2: Um, so somehow the doctors in the hospital were performing medical procedures on her, Is there any way that she can sue those doctors? It's one thing if your mother did something, but the doctors went through with the procedures.
10: You know, the more you learn about this case, you realize just how disturbing it is. This went on for years, yeah. right? She had a feeding tube at one point, And you oh. wonder how in the world how? could the doctors yeah. have missed the signs? It really is a symptom of her falling through the cracks, if you think about it. So she could try, at this point now, civil claims against the doctors. But honestly, Hoda, I don't think it's going to work so long after the fact. Mm-hmm. There are statute of limitations. Yeah. There are other evidentiary options obstacles, I think it's just a sad, sad tale. Yeah,
2: it is indeed. All right,
1: Laura Jarrett. Laura, good to see you. Yep. Still ahead here. Uh, One result of all those holiday gatherings, cases of the flu, RSV, and COVID on the rise to start this new year, where health officials are seeing the biggest spike in what you can do to protect your family.
12: But first, NBC's Chloe Moloss is here with a New Year's twist for some very classic characters. Good morning. Good morning. You might be seeing more of Mickey Mouse and his friends, but it's not exactly what you think. We'll have more on on that coming up after this
0: Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online via app or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit OneTravel.com slash music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it. Book it. Live it. One travel. The most exciting part of a vacation stay at a home rental? Easy. It's being greeted upon arrival with a rusted lockbox affixed to the
2: underside of a stranger's condo. Yeah, you simply twist knobs, click gears, jiggle it, and then rip it off its moorings, and voila! Your prize is a key to a questionable home rental and maybe tetanus.
10: Happy
2: New Year, 738. Uh, This morning on In-Depth Today, an interesting development to kick off 2024. When the calendar flipped, some of the most iconic characters in pop culture
12: history, including the very first appearance of Mickey Mouse, lost their copyright protection. That means the public is now free to use their images.
1: Ah, yes. NBC's entertainment correspondent, Chloe Malas, joins us with some details. This is a big story. Good.
12: And Happy New Year to you guys. Good to see you. I missed you all. So it's not just Mickey Mouse. It's Minnie Mouse too. even music, all up for grabs as of New Year's Day. Remember the original Mickey Mouse, better known as Steamboat Willie? He made his debut in the 1928 animated short film of the same name, directed by Walt Disney and Ub Iwerks. Now this morning, Mickey and thousands of other classic works are entering public domain, following the expiration of a 95-year copyright term. In other words, this Mickey is up for grabs for anyone that wants to use this specific version without permission. Across social media, users reacting to the news. One posting, hey, check out this new character I came up with. A spokesperson for Disney saying more modern versions of Mickey will remain unaffected, adding Mickey will continue to play a leading role as a global ambassador for the Walt Disney Company in our storytelling, theme park attractions and merchandise. It's not just Mickey. The original Minnie Mouse and Tigger will also be joining the lot, as well as J.M. Barry's Peter Pan. Now, you might be wondering, what's the big deal? Winnie the Pooh's copyright ran out in 2022, and shortly thereafter, a slasher film titled Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey Hit Theaters, leading to outrage from fans all over the world. Even the film's director said he experienced death threats. Now, Steamboat Willie's Mickey will be at the center of a horror video game, Infestation 88, with the creators saying they're looking to infuse nostalgia with terror. And it's not just these characters from your childhood, but also works from literary masters like Agatha Christie and Virginia Woolf, music like Mack the Knife, often performed by Louis Armstrong, and the unforgettable Charlie Chaplin with his film The Circus, all now free for use. Disney holds a separate trademark on Mickey as a corporate mascot, which means it's illegal for anyone to use the Steamboat Willie version of Mickey to trick customers into thinking a product or film is endorsed by Disney. Oh, so there is another Winnie the Pooh slasher film coming out this year. Wait, and- What? Exactly. And so <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. It's not all iterations of Mickey Mouse. It's this specific one from 1928, ah. the specific Minnie Mouse. But now if you're starting to see these characters pop up in horror movies oh, or man. horror video games, now you'll know why, but you'll also know that it's not endorsed by Disney. Well, I
2: hope wow. they don't start
1: doing that with Please Steve. Don't, Roll,
2: don't. You know, Please don't. Please do don't.
12: And by the way, you so
1: dressed
2: don't. the part for this uh, yes. today, Chloe Wallace. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yes. Of course you did. I just need the ears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) understood the assignment. (laughs) Thank you, Chloe. Chloe. 742, let's get another check of the
9: weather. Mr. Roker. Hey, guys, let's take a look, show you what our friends out west are dealing. We've got winter weather advisories, winter storm warnings from Hayfork all the way down to Glendale, Palm Springs, Caliente looking at uh, some snow as well. This next system comes in and slams the west coast for today from Seattle all the way down to San Francisco. Rain and snow will mix into the mountains. Tomorrow, showers will stretch into the southwest. Snow also making its way into the mountains, making for some difficult travel expected there. And then this will continue to the south. Actually, this storm is the one that's going to dip down into the Gulf and cause problems for us into next weekend. But in the meantime, it's going to be causing some more problems for parts of the Rockies along the east coast. I should say west coast, though, from Seattle down to San Luis Obispo and Los Angeles, one to two inches, but some places could even pick up to three. And that's your latest weather, guys. All
2: right, Al, thank you. Uh, just ahead, guys, Morgan Chesky is checking out a popular trend in in travel that could save you quite a bit of money. Hey, Morgan.
3: Hey, Hoda, good morning. Saving you some money, and how about saving you some time as well? The holiday travel season may finally be winding back down, but for, for, for those popular tourist destinations, crowds are showing up in full force. Coming up, the viral travel hack that could reward those willing to go a little off the beaten path. All right,
2: Morgan, we're going to get to that. Coming up right after this. Okay. We're back. Look, Carson's here. Carson, good to see you. Good morning, everybody. Uh, This morning, people are still making their way home from the holidays. Some are already looking forward to their vacations in 2024.
1: But before you book, there's actually a popular travel trend that you might want to know about because it could save you a little time and Mm -hmm. a lot of money. Mm He sees Morgan Chesky, joins us with more. Morgan, good morning.
3: Hey guys, good morning. No surprise that more people are taking to the skies. And even when this holiday travel season winds down, you might find out that your popular tourist hotspot, you're having a bit more competition when it comes to the crowds. Well, enter the idea of the travel dupe or duplicate location, an idea that promises really big rewards if you're willing to get a little creative about where you might end up. They're destinations we know and love. Venice, Paris, Tokyo, New York, just to name a few. They're beautiful and fun, as long as you don't mind the crowds or the cost, which is exactly what's fueling a new online travel trend. Venice dupe, Barcelona dupe, Machu Picchu dupe. Urging travelers to find their destination dupe or duplicate location.
8: If you like this, then
12: you should try this. If you like this, you would love
7: this. It's gotten very, very expensive in the past couple years.
3: Travel pro Casey Carr says for his clients on a budget, dupes can open a whole new world.
7: You're looking for similar weather, similar geography. So mountains for mountains or big cities for big cities.
3: In the Caribbean, move over St. Martin. U.S. flight searches to the island of Curacao exploded 200 percent. Sold on Sydney, Australia. Global searches for its dupe city of Perth topped 100%, and U.S. searches for Liverpool, England, a potential London dupe, spiked 138% over the last year. I would want to have some savings to go to an alternate destination, though Liverpool versus London isn't really that far off, so... No Buckingham Palace, but but you you still get the Beatles. Beatles. Exactly. There you go. That's great.
8: Travel dupes are really the best because not only are you saving a ton of money by going to a place that is maybe a little more undiscovered, but you're experiencing a whole maybe different culture.
3: But best friends and travel influencers Nikki Costa and Tiffany Shiro say with the potential savings comes responsibility.
8: Just be respectful. Like it's not about you. And really, just try to get to know the people there and the locals, and understand their way of life. I think that's what travel is all about.
3: Just remember, not all dupes are created equal. Montreal for Paris, France, yes. Yes. Paris, Texas for Paris, France. No. <laughs> and for the die-hard bucket list travelers, the same rules still apply. The earlier, the better.
6: Like, we're going to New York to see the Today Show. I can't see the Today Show anywhere else.
3: So I did not tell her to say that, by the way.
6: <laughs>
4: there is only one New York City.
3: Yeah, there's definitely only one place to see the Today Show. And for those diehard bucket travelers, the old rules still apply, guys. Try to travel midweek if you can. You're going to find less expensive fares for planes and uh, lesser, less expensive hotels as well. I did hear one travel dupe that was bounced around from multiple people that I wanted to ask you guys. If everyone is sold on Switzerland, Uh what about going to the Canadian Alps? The Canadian yeah. Rockies, mm. rather, nicknamed the Canadian Alps. Yeah. Sure. Really mm. Same yeah. environment. Yeah, it sure, big One big big little Alps. bit.
9: That's right. And we right. know the language. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's a good idea. Beautiful.
2: Morgan, also our travel agent. Yes. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Morgan. Morgan. Thanks, Morgan.
9: There you go. <laughs> Coming up a loaded uh, first pop start of the year. I was up all night writing this. We got huge news <laughs> on Taylor Swift, Kelly Clarkson, and how about Snoop Dogg at the Olympics? Wow. Wow.